leaf blower, a motorcycle. Two turntables and a microphone. Two turntables and a microphone. Cans are lightweight. Cans, you know. I was wishing for cans as I was pulling these beers all across from Muni bus cab today. <laughs> Train, bus. John, you're, you're just overextending yourself for I this am, show. Yeah. Your commitment to excellence is greater than the Raiders' commitment to excellence, but that's not saying much. Greater than the Raiders? <laughs> How did you make that rhyme? What is it is school. the Raiders? The Raiders' commitment to excellence—that's what they always say. Every I think they adopted no, that when they started. Greater, the the greater, greater than Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was read too much Doctor Seuss as a child. I like Doctor Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like my hat? Do you like? I found a beer. I found a beer in here. The beer in here is awfully queer. It all rhymes. <laughs> queer meaning strange in the not, classic sense. Not in the San Francisco sense. No. Oh, there we are. Oh, they're going to hate us already. We're already bringing in the local color. Wow, uh, we got to stop doing that. They, they told us. That that's, that's why this week we got beer that you could probably find a lot of other places. Pretty much. All right. Uh, yeah. On, we're waiting for the bell. Oh. It, it's any second. The now. power was out, so it had to reset. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dumb bell. Come on, bell. Any, where where any, are you? Two. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're Go, John. Li- you're, you're on. <laughs> you're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and all of the percentages that you might use to describe what you are tasting the best part about beer school is the homework the homework is beer it's the only show in fact the only class really that has beer for homework yes i'm happy about that i don't remember what the homework was last week the homework was to to uh drunk dial drunk dial beer school drunk drunk dial beer school and the phone number for that's on the web page so just go to beerschool.com click on the contact button and you'll find the phone number right there exactly wow you got a whole stack of notes there a whole stack of notes where we become a professional radio show (laughs) in fact i didn't even have free beers technically we're not professional yet so i'm still using my my other podcast voice Uh uh-huh i don't have my it's 72 in san francisco no not that voice the other one the one that says uh we got it's journey back to back weekend the one that would talk about macintoshes or media that one or or copyright or any of that other stuff so you can listen to me in other places yes and like i said i'm using that voice now are you Mm -hmm. so what's new with the uh iTunes, that's a that's a big scam. Well, that's iTunes, a, that's no, just a fad, iTunes is not it? a scam. iTunes is where we are <laughs> listed as the number one beer podcast. Wow! If you search for beer in iTunes and click on the podcast tab, wow, we're not like number eighteen in the list. And no. just if you just look for beer, but then we're Uno. Well, Real Big Fish has a song, you know, that's pretty called, popular. It's about beer. beer, yeah. And there's uh, there's eighteen other songs that have uh, more popularity. Maybe we should record a song. No. Not yet. Pale ale is a friend of mine, and I do like a good barley wine. Speaking of pale ale, that's yeah. what the show is all about today. We have what a coincidence! I just sang that song. We have <laughs> a pail of pale. Wow! So icing down in the uh, in the pail that was from the that used to be from the garden. Yes, the stainless, not stainless steel, galvanized, like galvanized. Yeah, it's that cool. It's actually very cool. If you put your hand in it, your your hand will freeze. Wow! So uh, we have pale of pale. A pail of pale. There was a pail of beer last Sunday after beer school. 
There was a pail of beer after beer school. And we lit stuff on fire. It was fun. Oh, that was a good time. Yeah. The you dog know, ate my rib. <laughs> the one that you dropped or the one that he just took? It took out of my hand. That dog was crafty, that dog. Yes. So uh, where's our first beer? Where, what would you like? Well, uh, I, th- I, th- th- Are we going to start traditionally here? I think we're going to start traditionally. Okay. So we have... Um, I did homework so I can tell stories. We have... Probably the beer with the first that was the first trademark on anything. True that. And um, this is uh, Bass Pub Pour. This is a Bass Ale. It was. It's from a number of different breweries over the the period since it was uh, first started in 1777. Um, it's gone through many different hands in uh, in its 200 year history, but. One thing is has held true. It's been brewed pretty much in the same place. Yes. And that place is Burton on Trent. Burton on Trent. So I never understood the idea because like sometimes they just say, you know, Omaha, Nebraska. You know, right. So, but Burton on Trent, what does that mean? I would well, Trent is probably the river. It's like in Germany oh. there there are two Frankfurts. There's Frankfurt am Main and there's Frankfurt am Oder. And the Frankfurt that everybody knows about is the Frankfurt on Main, which feeds into the Rhine. So this is Burton on the Trent on River. On the Trent River. It would oh. be like London on Thames. But right, everybody but knows we don't where say, London is. We don't say, you know, Kansas City on the Mississippi. No. We do say Carmel by the Sea. But that's the but that's the uh somebody from the old world coming here and naming it that. Yes. All right. So the, the pale So that, that that mystery has been solved. Is it solved? Yeah, it is. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad I could help. Um, bass, bass is pretty much, you should be able to find bass pretty much everywhere. I think you can find this everywhere. Well, even back in the day, you know, like uh, in the 1800s. Yes. Bass was being shipped all over the world. It was available at gas stations before they had gas stations or cars. <laughs> well, it was on finer ships sailing on area lakes and in oceans. Do you know that there was a canal dug from uh, Burton to the Baltic Sea that allowed bass to get exported to Russia? That's, I did not know that. Isn't this scary that I actually did some research this week to well, figure out what's going on? Now, what, what, in what year would they have built that canal? That was the 1800s, I believe. Uh, pale ale is uh, basically the first beer that they invented that didn't have sticks and twigs in it, and it looked nice in the glass. Exactly. Well, this was also when um, the bottle was invented, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. It was, though, the Industrial Revolution in Great Britain. Sure. And in Burton, they ended up uh, brewing this beer. And the beer tastes the way it does because Burton, the the water there comes through a lot of gypsum in the soil. Uh, Gypsum being sort of chalky stuff. And so you had a water... Back to one of our old shows, you had the water influencing how the beer tastes or right. how the beer was made. So this has got a really – I would describe it as a spiky end. Spiky. I it's like It's not that. really – it's not a bitter end. It's not like uh, hops. The bitter end. It's not like – we've been to the bitter end. Um, <laughs> and I thought that was going to be a really fun place to go and it turned out it wasn't. Pork chops and eggs for breakfast. No, it wasn't. It was a snooty yacht club. And I'm like, let's go back to the fun beach bar okay. that's basically held together with twigs. <laughs> this other place is just too much. And Twigs is what they had in beer before Pale Ale came around. They had all kinds of things in the beer. Yeah. I mean, they basically, you know, the beer was was consumed in a in a leather mug or a pewter mug or 
something a to clay the, mug, a clay, like, and so it was dark, and you really couldn't you couldn't see the beer. There was right. no real way to to look and see what it was that you were drinking. And so here's a beer that that looks good in a clear glass. Uh huh. It does look good in clear glass. It does. We've given up on our our little Pantone thing. We but my my guess today, my guess today is all these beers are going to look about the same. Um, if you hold this against the two other beers, the sort of pretty golden color and the 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 head and everything, the the three beers today should all look pretty much alike. It looks a little bit darker than the Anchor Steam. Yeah. All right. Here's the Pantone book. Wow, we're in the Browns today. <laughs> the reds and the browns. I bet you it's that one. Okay, here it is. It's Pantone uh, 471C, which we've never had on the show before. Wow. Uh, RGB values are uh, 178, 84, 26. <laughs> so the guys at Bass came up with this beer in the town of Burton-on-Trent, and they put a red triangle on their bottle. It was the first logo ever. There is a uh, which you never get away with today. I mean, no red triangle. No designer in the world would ever just say, um, "Here's your logo, sir," and it's a red triangle. And they're like, "That'll be eighty thousand dollars, sir." <laughs> that won't work. I was admiring your brass apple paperweight over there that could kill somebody. That's, oh, that's badass. A, that's collector's <laughs> item. There's like, there's only like, I don't know, five hundred of those things made, and they used to sell them in the catalog. Um, the Apple catalog. When they mailed out catalogs Pretty before much. they yeah. before Al Gore invented and the so internet. So it sat in our computer store. This is dating myself, but it sat in our computer store for four years. And then when we closed it, that was one of the things that I took with me at the end of the day. That's cool. So I could tell it was back from Mork and Mindy rainbow-colored Apple days. Yeah, but it was the first real logo that didn't have rainbows on it. But it uh, it's an apple, just like a red triangle on a bottle of bass. Yeah, but they at least designed it. Uh, doing my research today, uh, and I forget the name of the painting. I should have written it down. But there's a famous uh, painting of a scene in France from the 1800s. And one of the things visible in the painting at this party is a bottle of Bass Ale. Is it this one? Is it this one? It might be. What do we have here? There, John, you have wow. You have been working on this, haven't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, the Folies Berger. A bottle of Bass Ale can also be seen in over 40 paintings by Picasso, mostly at the height of his Cubist period. Is it possible that Cubism in art came from Bass Ale? Possibly. He was was juxtaposing the cubeness uh, against the triangle. The cubeness. You didn't go to art school, did you? I did. I used to teach at art school. So, Red Triangle. Blake showed a bottle of Bass in one of his illustrations. Red Triangle. You know what you get when you drop a bomb in a kitchen? I don't want to know, Linoleum blown apart. <laughs> Which brings us to Napoleon. Napoleon actually wanted a bass brewery built in his country. Yes. Because he liked the beer so much. The problem was that even if he would have brewed the, that beer in his country, it wouldn't have tasted the same. Because it's so dependent on the water. Right. And a lot, of, uh, a lot of breweries that attempt to brew a bass beer take their water and treat it with a lot of gypsum to burtonize. That's another word I found today. Oh, that's to why. Bur- to burtonize their water, to add the gypsum, to get the, the water to the right chemistry to brew the beer. Edgar Allan Poe. Scary Edgar guy. Allan Poe? Yeah, he used to drink this beer. He's got a football team named after one of his poems. No, what's it called? The Ravens. The Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. Come on. How They you know, really named the team? After- the Ravens are named after the Raven because Edgar Allan Poe lived in Baltimore and... 
And their first team left town and ran off to Indianapolis and one of the great, one of the original great football teams leaving their town stories. But yeah, the Ravens are named after the Edgar Allan Poe poem, hmm. The Raven. Did not know that. See, we learn all kinds of things. Nevermore. On beer school. Yes. Um, Buffalo Bill used to haul this beer out on the trail with him. Yes. When he was leading his uh, expeditions to go um, kill buffaloes. Yes, that would be the original Buffalo Bill, not the, the Brewer Buffalo Bill. No, the Brewer Buffalo Bill is kind of a crazy guy. Yes, it, uh, we're going to go way off track here, mm-hmm. but uh, he was a, he's a photographer also. There's a, one of the first brew pubs in California was Buffalo Bill's Brewing in Hayward that's still there, although Bill Owens is no longer in, involved with the brewery, but he was also a famous photographer, and he's got a great book called Suburbia. Pictures taken in the early 70s in one of the suburbs around San Francisco, and it just pictures of people hanging out in their suburban houses with captions about what they're doing. And it's a, it's, it's a really, uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting book. Cool. I want to see it. Renaissance man there. Renaissance man. Shackleton. That, Shack- that Shackleton. guy took his crew to the bottom of the world had, and then got stuck in the ice. Wow. And then they ran out of beer. But they don't talk about... But the beer was cold all the way to the end if they were stuck in ice. (laughs) Maybe he knew what he was doing. The thing was is that, you know, they probably just sat there in the ice for a long time. And then they ran out of beer and they're like, oh, we got to go. Now we got to eat each other. So who was Shackleton, an English explorer? He was this guy. um, His name was... uh, I don't know know his first name. Dave. Dave. Dave Shackleton. (laughs) Dave Shackleton took a boat uh, on an expedition to go down to Antarctica to go... I don't know, explore. Yes. And he went, basically they got, they they went late. Okay. They got, they left to, you know, they didn't make it in time to get through the ice flow. The boat got, excuse me, the ship got surrounded by the ice and they couldn't move the ship. And so they were like, okay, we'll just wait until springtime and we'll just, we have enough provisions anyway uh, to do this. Well, long story short, the ice crushes the boat, and then they have to – all the people have to go traipsing across the ice pack to get to to get help, to, to save themselves. penguins? No, there was no food. There was no polar bears. There was no penguins. There no, was the penguins are in Antarctica. The polar bears are in the Arctic. That's where, how you know where you are. Yes. If you get dropped off in white frozen ice, then you can tell where – well, see, here's the thing. If there's a polar bear, you're going to get eaten and you're not going to get care. You're not going to care. True. If you're, there's penguins, you're like, okay, penguins. <laughs> so, so anyway, so they're he, all traipsing so across the all, ice and then they, they, awaiting they're their hauling, doom. They're hauling their, their long boats uh-huh. because eventually they're going to run out of ice and they're going to have to row. And how are they going to make cocktails if they have no ice? And you can't make them out of this ocean, the salt water. Right. Uh, that's not good. Then they end up on this wee island, and then they decide, okay, well, there's everybody's here, and then they get back in a boat, f- uh, five of them, and then they go to the to the uh, the whaling station, but they miss the side of the island, and so they have to walk all across the island. Okay, it's an incredible story with no bass. With no bass, that's how. We and then when they get there, they walk into the bar, and they're like bass, bass, because that's why they were there. But the funny thing about the book is no mention of bass anywhere in the book. Wow, that really ties it all together there, John. <laughs> no, but on the webpage for bass, they make a big deal about the, the, the ship stuck in the ice. I can see that picture of the ship stuck in the ice. That would suck. 
So go check out the Bass website. Would that be bass.co.uk? No, bass.com. Bass.com. I wonder if there's a bass.co.uk. Probably. Because the, the British are very proud of their co.uk. Uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> BBC.co.uk. So what, so what we found was uh, bass is uh, one of the first clear beers, and it tastes the way because of the local conditions. But those local conditions that made the beer possible are now replicated throughout the world by uh, adapting the chemistry of the water to make the beer taste like it does. It's for uh, everybody who hasn't had it yet. It's a nice, pleasant, not too hoppy, hoppy enough pale ale. This is brewed in the original place. Yeah. Burton on Trent. And so if somebody asks you, what's the river that runs through Burton? You can say, Trent. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well, I used to drink this beer all the time. This is my, this is my beer of choice. I like to call it fish beer. Because and that's what called everybody bass. called it back in the day. We we're like, fish oh, beer. let's go get fish beer. Yes. Um, I don't know why. It just seemed to be nope. that she just called it a bass. Wacky collegiate good times is what Whatever. it is. Yeah. But uh, no, bass, for everybody out there, bass is avail- should be available pretty much everywhere. And it's the, it's the granddaddy of all the other pale ales. It is. It started with them. Wow, they sold a lot of beer, but not that much like they used to. 8.5 million UK barrels. UK barrels. Wow, that's that's much different. Whatever a hectoliter is, they sell a million and point three of them. Dude, we sell hell of liters, dude. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, red logo, bass and art, bass ale. I can go one more on this bass stuff. Okay, let's go. Um, St. Pancras Station in London is... Uh, Coming November 11th, going to be where the Eurostar trains that go to Brussels and France depart from, or Paris, France, that would be, um, depart from in London. Currently, the trains leave from Waterloo that ABBA wrote a song about. And But they've got this new station, this new line. The trains are going to be zippy-zippy fast, two hours to Brussels from London. Um, St. Pancras, though, the, uh, the station's built above street level, and they have all these columns holding up where the trains come in. The columns are spaced so that full barrels of beer could be rolled in and stored beneath where the trains come in because the railroad line that built the station operated through the Midlands of England where all the breweries were. And so passenger trains came in and the beer trains came in and the beer was stored under the train station. And come November 11th, when it starts uh, takes up to be the uh, high-speed rail station in London, you'll be going and waiting for your train down where they used to store barrels of beer. So you're just a common beer barrel. Yes. I'm just a common old beer <clears throat> barrel. That's an old Winnie the Pooh song I had when I was a kid. I like that beer much. <laughs> much. No, it's a it it's so actually the interesting thing about this particular beer or the way that we've stored this beer is that I um bought it this morning. Yes. And then I didn't actually put it back in the fridge. So it's been kind of out warming up a lot, uh, warming up a bit before we had it. More probably to the way that it was more to the style back 200 years ago. Right. So, you know, not cold, not, fr- uh, you don't have that cold frozen taste. Not lukewarmy either. Yeah. Just perfect. It's just, it's just right. And I would say that um, this particular style of beer, the pale pale ales uh 
should be served not frozen. Right. Uh, there's a story that I was told once about a rep for Guinness who was traveling around the west coast of uh, the United States. And he went into a bar with folks down in Orange County. And he got his Guinness, and the Guinness was just warm. Not lukewarm like it should be served, but warm, sort of hot. And he said, you know, you're serving this beer far too warm. And the bartender said, well, you know, it's supposed to be served at room temperature. And, you know, that's what our room temperature is here. And he goes, do you know what the room temperature is in Dublin, Ireland? He goes, it's nowhere close to what it is in Orange County, California. It's 95 degrees outside. It's never 95 in, right. in Ireland. So you have to be... You have to realize where your room temperature is, and then he got really pissed off because they were serving the beer too warm. Warm is a is a relative term. It's not it's not room temperature, but it's not freezing, biting cold. And that's where we've got these beers. All right, howdy, Motor and John. I'm Paul, and I live in Chico, California, aka the Sierra Nevada Brewing Town, their only brewery. Although they might. Be opening one on the East Coast. Hey. That would be cool. Although, where are they going to get hops on the East Coast? Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't make that joke. (laughs) On a starting note, they have over a dozen beers available at any one time. But nearly all are for town... But nearly all are for townies only. One is their... One is their Roch beer. Is that right? Rauch. 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 Rauch beer. Which is a smoky beer that would taste... Good with a barbecued brisket or pork. So it's the meat beer from uh, the salad is. show. Exactly. We thought we everyone thought we were kidding. About I want to go have Sierra Nevada beer. We have to travel there evidently because it's not available here. Okay. Okay. So if you're ever thinking of traveling to Little Chico, you could do you could do a good tasting at the brewery and experience the magic. Their latest thing a year ago they started it is to grow some of their own hops on site. And finally. They almost always have a whiskey cask aged beer on tap. But enough parting of my local beer religion. Keep up the good work. John, when are we going up to uh, to visit Paul in, in Chico? <laughs> We're going to have to go it's, soon. It's been quite some time since I've been to Chico. We need to, we need to make that trip. I would say uh, we have the, the festival coming up on Cinco de Mayo. Yes. And then we have the City Beer Show next week. Yes. We've got to do, squeeze Lagunitas in there somewhere. Yes. Oh, I said it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But it was, that was going to be the surprise. <laughs> oh, well. well. We'll edit that out later. No, no, we won't. We never edit anything. You probably mm-hmm. left it rolling while you were trying to fix the printer. I was. <laughs> didn't want to stop it. Chico, can I... Go ahead. we talk about PLL first or my yeah. Chico stories? Uh, Chico story first. Um... Chico is uh, all respect to Chico, but Chico is one of the two schools in the state of California, which is always the party school. If you look in Playboy's party schools or whatever, it's always Chico and Santa Barbara. Um, but I used to go up to Chico is probably two and a half hours north of Sacramento. It's it's pretty far out it's there. Far. Uh, it's a great drive, but it's a it's a pretty long drive to get there. I used to go there a couple of times back in college. Um, I had a friend of mine, and she had her funny little car, and we would go out every weekend and try and hit brew pups. And we went up to Chico once and uh, just had a good old time up in Chico. But it was funny. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the reason we were doing this was because she had dropped all of her classes that semester because she had mono. And um, at, the end, at the end of a lot of these trips, um, 
toward the end of the school semester, I was up with her parents at her parents' place, and her dad comes over to her, and, you know, her being a girl in college, uh, a lot of stuff she just put on parents' credit card that the parents paid for. And he goes, um, honey, since I won't give her a name, um, you, you, were at, you dropped all your classes uh, this semester because you had mono and you were sick and you couldn't do anything and you needed rest. You said, That's right, Dad. Um, then why do I have a gas charge here from Chico and one from South Lake Tahoe and one from Los Angeles and one from <laughs> San Luis Obispo? Because she was always very, very careful not to put stuff on the card when we were traveling except gas. And at that point, I'm like, uh, I got to leave now. Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs> So that's that's my Chico story. Well, we have our Chico beer. We uh, have what I would consider the stake in the ground for pale ale. Uh huh. Um, and I'm I'm normally you would say, well, it's Bass Ale. Uh huh. But I think this is a better version. This of, is this is modern American pale ale, right? Modern American pale ale, not made with funny water. Um, you know, not taken to out to kill buffaloes. It's taken. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> this is not a Buffalo Hunter beer. Um, it's the beer in the green bottle. It's the most, I would say, it's a, just by itself. That green label uh-huh. is very, makes it very recognizable. Yes. You know, you can, I don't know of another beer that has a green label on it that is distinct like that. This is, this is the beer that someday will be, this is the, this is the micro that's headed to the top. Yeah. This, uh, and it's amazing because as some breweries have grown, their quality has differed. Uh, the the beer flavor has differed, and you go to the Sierra Nevada Brewery, and it's huge. And um, but the beers always tasted the same, and they do an amazing job of really caring about the product and growing, but keeping the product true to what it was twenty years ago. Well, a good example of beer that changed over time was Pete's Wicked Ale, because uh-huh. Pete's Wicked Ale was amazing in the beginning. And then if you go to Pete's now, it's not anything, not anywhere near what it was. True. Well, also, uh, Red Tail changed. Although, it's red, it would be interesting to go back in time and be able to find all this out. Because a lot of Red Tail was the tradition and ceremony of going up to the little teeny tiny brewery up in Hopland. Come mm-hmm. on. <clears throat> Hopland? Hopland? Who wouldn't have a brewery in Hopland? There's no longer a brewery in Hopland. But Sierra just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and stays the same, stays good, stays true to what they do. And as we need to find out, we need to go up there and drink all the rest of the Sierra beer. Exactly. Because we usually only see about six well, they had Well, they, they had their Sierra IPA. Right. Um, that was new that I saw. That's brand new. That's like within the last year or so. And if you were most other places, Sierra Pale Ale. Would be Sierra would be an IPA right? Oh, that's right. This is very hoppy. It, so unlike the Bass, which has, um, how did I describe that? Sticky? No. Uh, uh, no, spiky. Spiky. So this is basically hops. You know, <laughs> this is not. This is not a. Um, doesn't announce itself like hops, like an IPA. Let's just go hops. Hi, I'm hops. And here, uh, drink some more. Yeah. This is basically a nice fruity. Um, Hop taste. Let me wait. I'll, uh, I'll chat. Uh, okay. I'll chat while you. Uh, no, no. Go ahead. I'm. This is the conu- again, this is the conundrum. To, we need semaphores or something so we can. Hold no, up. you're about to drink some. Wait. So I'm going to say that this is if I'm going to take a beer to a party or to an event where beer is going to be consumed, this is one of the beers that I know that I can take 
that uh-huh. everyone will enjoy. You know what I always bring? No. Watermelon wheat. You, yeah, that's right. For the party last week, you brought watermelon wheat. It's true. Nice beer. Too bad. Available that. soon nationwide. <laughs> soon nationwide. <laughs> and Sierra Nevada should be available almost everywhere. I was to a friend's wedding. Actually, my friends who are in town this week. Um, I was to their wedding in south. I think it was probably southeastern Ohio, mm-hmm. close to the the edge of the Appalachians, and we went to um, it's it's um, oh I just dropped right on my head the um, uh, not the Quakers who are the folks who ride around in horse and buggies oh those guys those guys who are Pen- Pennsylvania Dutch country the uh, Puritans no no not the Puritans well anyway those guys. Uh, <laughs> It was there was a community of those folks, and they would have signs: "Watch out for horse and buggy driving down the road." And we went to this the sort Amish. of the Amish. Thank you, John. Thank you. That would have driven me nuts all day. We drove into town um, to go pick up some beer and liquor for the uh, for for partying around the wedding. And on the way there, we were stuck behind Amish in their in their horse and buggy on the way into town. When we left the uh, the store where they had Sierra Nevada in the middle of nowhere. Um, the Amish had the horse and buggy tied up to the shopping cart return. <laughs> <laughs> and I really, although I want, uh, I didn't do it because I wanted to respect their beliefs and everything, but I really wanted to follow them around the supermarket and see what they were buying. <laughs> wow. But so, yeah, it was the horse and buggy. I didn't take a picture of the horse and buggy tied up to the, the cart return because I wanted, you know, not to, to, I wanted to be cool with them. But <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I ever saw. So the Pantone book says it's the same color. The same color. It's yeah. pretty much the same color as, Bra- as Bass. That is, you know, we're fine. Is this the first no, time where we've done three of the same style? Yeah, this is the first one. We've always mixed it up and talked uh-huh. about, you know, different, um, I don't know. The, uh, things, different no, things, things. I was going to say we've different styles, but, you know, the idea of, like, let's shotgun this and come up with a whole bunch of different things. Or let's go to the store and not find what we're looking for and make up the yeah, show on the run. Uh, that was unfortunate. I still haven't found that beer. I've looked obsessively for I, yeah i did too the, long, the sam adams it, long yeah. shot sam adams long shot so if sam adams is listening send us long shot and we'll talk about it on the show yes also if uh any carpenters or project managers are listening gates <laughs> <laughs> renovation that's one in renovation is looking for carpenters and project managers that's just gonna be a running joke i think i think so until they pay us then we'll stop doing it's not it. serious like my love for watermelon wheat and ipa from 21st amendment brewery <laughs> you know, so I'm just inspired because I can sit here recording the show and stare out at the Hams Brewery or the ex Hams Brewery. The ex Hams Brewery. Hey, Hams was on the show. Yes. For the beer and salad show. I like Hams. So, um, we have Hams on Easter. Ham for Easter. Tradition. Ham for Easter. So, like I was saying about um, there's steak in the ground beers. And I've we talked about this on, uh, oh, you haven't heard this show yet. The Recess Show. The um, Recess which is Show. Basically, uh, the story of IPA. So on the story of IPA, I recount how there's stake-in-the-ground beers. Uh-huh. Um, there's this, I would say, for pale ale is the Sierra Nevada. For a stout, it's Guinness. For a uh, banquet-style beer, it's Coors. <laughs> Coors. No, there's, how I mean, many times have you been to a banquet where there are cans of golden cans of Coors on never, the table? Never. We should have a banquet and have Coors sponsor it. But anyway, there's there's. Can we have a roast pig with an apple in its mouth at the banquet? Yep, excellent. That's the only way you can have a banquet, <laughs> right? So the idea is, is that there's these there's these standouts where 
if you know that's like the for me anyway it's the reference yeah it's the reference point. right it's, and it's it's the, so, you calibrate to that so it's like this beer is a reference beer for me so if i'm tasting the bass and i taste the you know it looks copper it has that has that finish like it does i identify it because that's the beer that i that i know probably better than any of the styles and, and that point now that sierra nevada has put its stake in the ground you get the separation between the english pale ales right and the American, the American pale ale. And if either of us knew anything about judging beer, we could come up with whether or not those are two split categories. They are. Are I they? Think the, I think. The, are you paying attention? I think the BJCP rules say that there is an English style pale ale and there is an American style pale ale. <laughs> Serious, because the American style pale ale has more hops. It has more hop characteristic, right. and um, it doesn't have the 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 water impurities that. That they would find over in well, not impurities. The the water characteristics. Okay, water characteristics. The water comes through chalk. Same thing. You know, I was in England, <laughs> and I was out uh, during the construction of the high speed rail line, mm. and we went to uh, uh, got a Stratford. No, not Stratford. We went to, I'm trying to, anyway, Ebbsfleet. Ebbsfleet is southeast of London, and it's where there was a lot of chalk. And they have literally taken the taken the uh, the elevation in places down 100 feet, taking chalk out of quarries. That's a lot of head, John. Yeah, it is. I'm just noticing how how the head isn't white. It's got, the, it's kind of the color of the beer. It's creamy colored. It is. Um, But just a lot of chalk there. I was going somewhere with this. I don't know uh, where I was going. With. A lot high, of chalk. High speed rail. They're taking chalk, the chalk away. Just the chalk. The chalky. The chalky conditions in oh, the soil, right. and so your water gets filtered through chalk. It's like in San Francisco. We've got a big pipe that comes from the Sierra. The Sierra is all granite, right? And so it's really, really pure, crisp water that is the is the water you get in the breweries here. Um, Jesse was talking about the water the other day. Yeah, how he can he can doesn't have to do anything to it. He right. can make whatever water he wants. Right. Because you get also because it comes in a pipe. Right. A lot of um in Southern California, the water from the Owens Valley in Mono Lake comes mostly in a pipe, I think, but the water that comes from California through the California aqueduct is a big open trench the water goes through. Which is why you don't want to pee in the water. <laughs> As it's going down the stream. As it is going down the stream through the beautiful Central Valley past all the, the cow farms. So a couple of things we know about this. Um, this is a 5.6 um, ABV. Yes. It has 37 on the bitter units. Scale. Only 37? Yeah, only 37. It tastes much bigger. Like, I would say 50, pushing 60. I would say that's probably, and I might be getting this wrong, um, Schnook or Cascade hops or whatever hops they use are probably a bolder, a bolder hop than other beers have. Uh, and it gives it that sort of fruitiness to yep. it, too. Well, that's Cascade. That's a good question to ask one of our brewer friends. What's the question? Um, do different hops rate, for the volume of hops you use, do different hops... Say you use a pound of Cascades versus a pound of Kent Goldings. Right. Is the IBU the same or different? Oh, no, it's different. So there's, okay. a, there's a tool that's called ProMash. Okay. That you basically put on. You're all... getting serious about this stuff, John. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not letting on that I know a lot about beer. 
but there's a lot to, there's a lot of, of knowledge that's in my head and I'm just trying to be this side of the bar. I'm not trying to be the brewer. The guy. other side of the yeah. bar. There's a tool called Promash that you can type in all of your ingredients uh-huh. and the specific kind. So it has in, in its refer- in its database reference all of the, the different um, barleys, all the different hops, and you put in the number that those things are. Okay. Um, you know, the number of pounds of hops that you're using, the number of pounds of this type of grain and that type of grain, and it'll give you what those targets are. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, is ProMash something that people at home could play with online? There's a demo version of it, yeah. So, so you just go to promash.com? Yeah, you go to promash.com. There's a, there's a simpler version on the web um, that you can play with, or you can download the, uh, the real deal. Do they have stuff so you could, um, say, take a, a beer you already know about and type in, this is this beer? Sort of like the idea of MIDI files. People write no, up MIDI you know files what? for I, different I songs. I think that the pro version of Promash has something like that. So that people, but you can get the, but you can get these recipes. Like you know, there's people that clone beers, uh huh. That homebrewers that they say, oh, I'm going to try to make this this beer specifically. So they will go and they'll they'll taste it and they go, oh, okay, this is Cascade. So I got some Cascade hops. So, okay, so what's the bittering hops? What's the thing that's going to be back here? And you're what's like, the aromatic hops? What's you know? The- what's this? And they go, mm, uh, oh, that's pearl. Ah, pearl. I like pearl onions. And. Uh, and I'm just reading that, but, you know, Magnum You're is, not reading that. You know that, John. I do know that, actually. <laughs> I wonder if there are any homebrewers bold enough to try and clone something like a Coors Light. And I wonder if they could make it. I don't, think, I don't think they could. I don't think they could either. I think that there's – well, you know why? That's something some, some people have to fess up to. Somebody's got to be... fess up that they tried – well, you know, Sean O has tried to brew something that resembles a light, crisp – uh, American beer, right? That's the being the blonde, right? But a couple of things: it's too bitey, right? Right. The kids complain that it's 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 hot. You know, like oh, I don't like this. Why? Why don't you like it? And it's like mm, it's, it's bitter. got flavor. Yeah. It's got flavor. Yeah. But no, it's what I mean by too bitey. You want to when you taste it, you're like, oh, this should finish really s- smooth, <laughs> and it doesn't. This it, should it, finish with no flavor left in my yeah, mouth. Exactly. Is what what they're saying? Exactly. But it's it it finishes like I said it has a hop characteristic on the end of that that beer right and so it doesn't have that I don't know that refreshing thing going on which is what the watermelon has that's all refreshing because that it finishes so clean you can't even imagine anything cleaner true certainly finishes cleaner than my kitchen <laughs> <laughs> actually my kitchen is you know I got a problem with that? with my kitchen uh, dirt blows in. I'm in an apartment building. The person, the floor above me, in their kitchen window, they have a window basket hanging out where they have some plants. And if the wind blows really hard, it blows dry soil off of their planter box and in through the window of my kitchen. Hmm. You got floaties? Um, they're in yours. <clears throat> the floaties are in yours. So Excellent. The cool thing about this beer is, actually, who was telling the story about the first time that they had Sierra Nevada? And they had floaties, and it, you know they dump it out, and they and they took the beer back to the store, and they go, "Hey, this beer's got a problem in it," and they're like, "What?" And the guy's like, "See, look, look down here at the bottom. You can see all this, all this, you know, looks like dirt. There's dirt in my beer. Well, it turns out it's the dead yeast. <laughs> so this beer, I would say, is one of the only beers that I know of 
from a American style, specifically brewed that has floaties, floaties, yeast, um, dead yeast down in the bottom of it. And why does why is that happen, Motor? Because the yeast gave their lives to make us alcohol. Well, that's what they do, and they continue uh, conditioning the beer in the bottle. So the fine layer of yeast in each bottle is a result of traditional bottle conditioning process that produces carbonation naturally. So, what do you know about carbonation? I know lots about carbonation, <laughs> and in fact, this is a very this is a condition that I'm trying to uh, to uh, invoke in. In, in, in something I'm working on. You know, even though this is the Pale Ale Show, yeah. Um, first of all, we're hoping that all of you can find the Sierra Nevada because if it's I can tasty. find it in Amish country in Ohio, um, you should be able to find it, find it anywhere. Also, regularly available from Sierra Nevada is their stout, which oh, is the... Really nice. uh, the stout is the orangish container. Yep. The porter is the, blue one. is the bluish container. They also, in spring, have their barley wine. And then their Summerfest beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Summerfest, I like Summerfest. It's a nice sort of light lagery thing. They also have their wheat beer in the red container. Mm-hmm. And uh, the new IPA that I haven't had yet out of the bottle. Oh, you'll have it next week. In, ooh, are we tipping our hat to what's happening on the show? <clears throat> yeah, we're doing our show. Uh, well, no, finish your story first. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say in the dark green container. The IPA is in the dark right. green container. And we have to get up and hang out with Paul and drink. Uh, I want Sierra Nevada rock beer is what I want. Exactly. I'm having. I'm having. What are you having, John? I'm having a moment where I'm like, you know, that's going to be a really fun weekend. Yes. I hope they're open on the weekend. Well, actually, we'll make them open. We have to. We'll have to it. find out if we can. Sierra Nevada is a long trip. It's a nice drive. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been. Any place that I can't get on public transit from San Francisco in quite some time, I'm well, itching to like. Well, we get have out. we have the truckster, so and it's spring. Perfect. It is spring. Today's a beautiful spring day here. So uh, yeah, Chico. All right, next, next week. Next week, City Beer, one o'clock. Be there. Be, be square. there. And so here is the story for next week, because we're at City Beer, and because there's like, I don't know, five hundred beers amongst their shelf. Uh huh. Um, they have everything anything that you'd ever except for long shot but they have radeberger and check but the idea is this so the show is going to be bias your favorite beer i like that idea yeah. for a show we should do that every week well i know but the, so we're, we're having a lot of different people show up hot chicks uh, hot chicks we're gonna get hot chicks brewers um <laughs> brewers wives um Brewer's wives. Yeah. Do we know it? I thought Bert. Never mind. Claudia. <laughs> I never will think of her as Brewer's wife, though. <laughs> She'll always be just Claudia. But anyway, Brewer's wives. Um, uh, who else is coming? Um, the owner of the store is going to be there, of course. That's helpful. And uh, maybe we can get Bob. His wife, who knew what we can. And, and maybe was. we can get Bob, and maybe we can get. Um, um, I'm smelling a two or three parter. That's yeah, what I'm this smelling. is going to be a big. This is going to be a big day for us. So, yay! yay. Um, I'll do laundry. We can get. Uh, who's the guy? Why can't I think? What of guy? Uh, Mister Collectible. Ken. Ken. That's right. Wow. It was like Ken lives right there. I know. Too. He's just he's a stagger around the corner. So we'll have Ken on the show, and he'll talk about something fun, stuff. cool stuff, e- interesting in the past stuff. 
Sierra Nevada. Wow. The, this is a beer that... I have the utmost respect for the Sierra Nevada brewery. We love this beer. Well, there's a couple... Well... Why isn't it in cans yet is what I want to know. I don't know. know. Well, Sierra uh, just sent out a, a notice that... Oh, uh, this is a... This is... Let's take a moment. Okay. It's the death of the screw top. It is the death of the screw top. <laughs> I was a little heartbroken when Anchor switched to screw tops. Sierra Nevada is now switching back from screw tops to uh, non-screw tops. Uh, you know, this is going to be the damage, okay? Because one of the reasons why... <laughs> it's time I, to save these bottles with the screw... I got a Sierra bottle with a screw yeah, top on it. No, one of the reasons why the kids liked having this on the boat like uh-huh. This was the, the beer of choice when we were sailing uh-huh. all the time. was because you could open it without having an opener. You didn't need to have the titanium thing. You only needed to be able to, like, there it was. I still don't do that because I like to keep my hands silky smooth and my my lovely, uh, delicate features would be ruined it if was, I got a gigantic cal- Can you imagine the callus I would have if I had to open bottles with my hand? It was proven that the bottle was not a screw top because it's armpit was bleeding oh <laughs> do you know tom's a main and i'm wearing it today a tom's a main makes deodorant that has hops in it now and i found that at walgreens hops are hops <laughs> i think john will be out of commission for about 30 seconds now on that one <laughs> That's just not right. It's got hops. Tom's Why would you, so you basically you get out of the shower, and you, you, smell, you get into you the shower. Out, you, you get into the shower smelling like beer. You get out of the shower, and then you become clean for a moment, and then you smell like beer again. Exactly. <laughs> what were they thinking? No, I smelled. It doesn't smell like hops. It doesn't smell. Like it beer. doesn't. I checked. Beer deodorant. I think there's a funeral procession going on the freeway right now because there are a lot of cars in the right lane that are going really, really slow. Hurry up and bury him. <laughs> Before he gets back out. I'm getting I'm getting turned into ashes. We like this. And I'm going to give myself to Keith Richards so he can snort me with a little bit of cocaine. Can you, did you see that story? I did. And <laughs> here's the thing. The Disney kids, all they had to do the, was ignore the fact that, that Keith Richards did this. They didn't have to say anything, but then they had to make a statement. They go, well, he's just not going to be on the promotional tour. The freeway is completely stopped in the right lane right now. <sighs> Hurry up and bury the guy. No, they're completely stopped. That's weird. That's dangerous, too. Mm. Okay. Um, Stop Disney, looking at the freeway. Disney is opening a museum in the Presidio here in San Francisco. About what? Walt Disney. Really? You didn't know that? No. There's a big uproar. The Disney errors or whatever. I don't know why they think the Presidio in San Francisco. Presidio was uh, the original Spanish military base in San Francisco when the the Spanish were colonizing the West Coast. And it was the headquarters of the 6th Army until probably 1990. And now it's a national park because uh, we being, you know, hippy-dippy San Franciscans <laughs> have turned all of our military bases into parks. Um but yeah, there are a bunch of beautiful old buildings dating from like uh, later Civil War era in the early 1900s, and one of those uh, buildings is going to be the Dis- the Museum of Walt Disney. God only knows why. That's also where Lucasfilm is now. Yeah, there's all the Star. It's basically you walk around the place and it's Star Wars art all over. Wow, looky there. I think you need to reset that glass. That, that's that's good for. Uh, we just dump it back yeah, into the orange class. I got uh, this is good radio, folks. With me saying, "Wow, look at that!" 
<laughs> it looked like a science experiment in the bottom of motor's glass. It looked like... Well, the, the, the yeasties at the bottom of a bottle of Sierra Nevada are sort of tan in color and sort of like very fine silt. Right. And they dyed for our, our alcohol. They always... They, they grow, they die. They grow, they die. These things happen. What's our next beer? I don't know. This is an interesting thing. You know, I, I'm still not down with their new label. They rebranded themselves and they got, they got rid of the birds. And they changed the color. This used to be a green the bottle. Birds, the birds were... Uh, oh, that was, that was Bridgeport. That's Bridgeport. Full sale. This used to you be know, I haven't really... I haven't really st- stared at the full sale the new design of the bottle it's weird i like the simpler one better that's true but full sale has done a lot of innovative stuff if you go back to epiphany and now uh you'll learn that uh it's a screw top now henry weinhardt's is brewed at full sale yeah uh full sale is located on the columbia river in oregon about an hour and a half east of portland uh the name Full Sail came from uh, this, that spot on the Columbia River has got a lot of wind, and it's a world-famous place for board sailing on the river. I would say it's probably the premier place because the wind is always consistent, mm-hmm. and it blows like like howls there. Howl! <clears throat> um, the last time I was out to Full Sail was the day before the Oregon Brewers Fest a couple of years ago, and it was about 110 in... Uh, Good old full saleville, which I think is the dolls. Where where do they where do they live? It list? used to say it doesn't anymore. I think it's the dolls, which is the name of the place, the name of the town. Hood River, Oregon is where it says on the Okay. The, oh yeah, Hood River. The Dolls is I think But yeah, it's it you get inland, it's hot. Uh the backside of Oregon is more like sort of high deserty. <laughs> Check it out. Same it's color? A, same color. Oh, they're all the same. See? How about that? We've got a trend going. All these here. guys are brewing to this style, right? Yeah. They're at least acknowledging that it has to be. It has to be Pantone. Has to be whatever Pantone, number that is. That yeah, we, whatever it was. Um, Full sale does uh, a lot of. Uh, duh. Oh man, the last brain cell just went. Um, speaking of grow, die. they do they do uh, contract brewing now for for. Uh, for Henry Weinhardt. For Henry Weinhardt's and the trickier stuff that they brew. Uh, they do a nice line of beers, and uh, they've they've grown well. They have. All right, so <clears throat> so everyone knows this is my choice of, of pale ale. If I'm going to buy pale ale. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll get full sale. Wow. Um, I'm waiting for uh, pale ale in cans from 21st Amendment. That won't happen because bitter american is going to happen first hey that's our idea <laughs> but um i for whatever reason i like the way that this beer finishes i should probably taste this so i can you say should, something about it should taste it uh, i like the way that it finishes and i like the way that it just the 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 from the beginning to the end well what do you think it's nice it's nice. You don't, <laughs> it means you don't, you don't like it. No, I'm still I'm still acclimating my tongue to the different uh, to the Hood Riverness uh, of the beer. Right. 
Well, so a couple of things about this. This doesn't have, like I said, it doesn't have the bitey finish that the Sierra has. Right. So if you're trying to find, you know, if you're trying new beers and you're not a big fan of the hop flavor or you don't want that funky, coppery, spiky taste that bass is, like you've tried bass and you're like, eh, I just don't like bass, then this is the, this is the beer to go for. Well, since my one sip has now made me an expert. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say this is if you were if you were lining up if you had one end of your table had a bottle of Sierra Nevada mm-hmm. and the other end of the table had a bottle of Bass. Yeah. This bottle would be closer to the Bass bottle than the Sierra Nevada bottle. Uh, that's true. Exactly. And that's that's wait. a really interesting way of saying what this is, you know, to have the corners of beer. It's more it's more uh traditional English style pale yeah. ale than it is American pale ale. And maybe that's why I like this beer. Or maybe you've been paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to say that you like the beer. Haven't been paid. Ah, damn. Gotta work on that. We got a ride. I was gonna re- I was gonna fork over for a cab. <laughs> we got a ride. <laughs> hey, props to Diana. <laughs> props to Diana. <laughs> She gave here's, us here's here for the ride. Here for the ride. We have to walk all the way back to the bar. No, we're taking the we're taking the train. Train doesn't get us that much closer. It does. It means we don't have to walk across parking lot A. Yeah, we still have to walk. We'll figure. Would it you out. rather walk a hundred yards or two miles? It's not two miles. Mm. Well, we're gonna have a fight on air. This is gonna be a first fight. <laughs> Uh, what else do I have to say? I don't have any notes on on full sale other than. Do we know how full how much full sale gets out to the rest of the world? They they probably get out pretty well because they're a pretty big brewery now. Well, this used to be this. I found this in um, in Colorado when I was uh, when I was out there this last winter. They have forty seven employees. Yeah, and I think that's right the Their marketing is kind of funny. Twelve fluid ounces of ridiculously tasting American pale ale. You know what I think they're doing? I think they looked at a Lagunitas bottle and said, these guys are stinking brilliant. Yeah, And exactly. tried to write something witty as, and clever. As, as witty as Lagunitas and fell flat on their face. Um, <laughs> but they didn't do the whole story. No. Uh, unless there's a story on that six-pack. L-A-G-U-N-I-T-A-S, I believe, is Lagunitas. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the website, I believe that they have the stories that they write on oh, for all, all their beers All the beers are online. on the website. Yeah. And it's something like, I awoke stumbling across a dusty skyline <laughs> toward a damp tree under which I found a dog that kept barking and kept me awake. I had no idea what was going on until the dog ran off to go find a chili cheeseburger. When he found the chili cheeseburger, he came back around, looked at me, and said, I really like Lagunitas IPA. That's pretty much what pretty their labels it, yeah. say. <laughs> the funniest one, though, is, is the one – well, I'm not going to ruin it. What, chronic? Yeah, chronic is the funniest. I don't know what you're talking about, Sean. Chronic is the, the, the words for chronic make me laugh every single time I read it. They made uh, Wait a, a minute. Fake... It's not called chronic. The kids aren't going to find it. <laughs> they made a fake Czech Pilsner. <laughs> the, I think the, the label is, I don't know whether it was real or made up Czech. <laughs> uh, and Belgian beer. Uh, the the logging is just cool. They're you, like babies here in Nevada. Go, you go They're to, babies you here go in Nevada. To, you go to Lagunitas, and there's 
IPA stacked to the ceiling. And you're like, wow. You know, we could put a clip of video from Lagunitas. Oh, we'll wait we for that it. show. Yeah. From, uh, if you go to, well, I should, I'll put the link well, we're gonna, we're gonna stuff. We've already talked about it. Now we have to talk about it. So after the City Beer Show and before, no, and maybe after Boonville. Yeah, either have to be. And after. I want to go to Chico soon. Yeah, but this we're going to go planning on the We're going to go. We're going to go to Lagunitas, and we're going to do a show in their upper balcony. Yes. Place. And we're going to drink well, beer. Drink beer. And listen to the albums. They have a record player. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where can uh, it would be interesting to find? where folks that are listening like to what their closest micro is because there's some people who are listening who don't have a lot of micros around and they've actually written us and said you know I have stop to- talking about all your great beer yeah and they've actually written and us I- and said i have to drive three hours uphill both ways both ways <laughs> in the <laughs> snow with no chains how do, how do you go oh right the road going there is a one-way yeah, and then the road going back is also. We hired, we've contracted with Price Waterhouse to go through all the comments we get to come up and write us a report of what we should be doing, and they found out that all the comments cancel each other out. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. The Although one, the, the nobody one that, said nobody has said you need to be more sober when you do the show. Actually, they have. Have they? Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They said we need to be more. Oh yeah, we, we need gotten, to be more wrecked. You need to be more wrecked. Yeah, and I totally, totally did not make that comment happen today because I had no pre-beers. Chico. Chico. When's Chico? I don't know. We have too many things to do. I got 20 bucks for a tank of gas. Oh, gas doesn't cost 20 bucks anymore. It's got 40 bucks for a tank. My Mustang used to cost 20 bucks to fill up. That's a big tank. It was. It was. I think it was, uh, it was 16. I think it was a 16-gallon tank. I had a 68 Mustang. Great car. Could drive it on dirt roads. So the thing about the beat the, the pale, snot out of that car. The thing about the pale. Ale, oh, are we back on topic. Yeah, we are. Okay, sorry. Damn. The thing about pale ale is that it's a style that every brewer will brew. Right. So no matter where you go, anywhere, whatever brewery, this is uh, this is a style that they'll have. So um, it's a pretty strict style. So from a from a beer judging guideline point of view, they have a bunch of you know. There's a whole bunch of rules that they. That they're going to judge the beer on. Okay. So, and that's the flavor, the hoppiness, the mouthfeel, the, the mouthfeel, the color, um, the way it smells, all of that stuff. So, one of the one of the, one of the things that brewers will do is they'll spend a lot of time perfecting this beer. Okay. They'll get this one right because the IPA style <laughs> not so not so strict. You fix it by adding more hops, right? You. Um, the uh, the golden style or the the um, the blonde style, yeah. not so specific because there's lots of variants of that. But this style of beer, because and I would say because of the bass, you know the age. The bass uh, being the beer, the, not the fish. No, the bass being the fish, not the beer. I mean, what you said. Uh, because of the bass ale, they have they have an idea of what that should taste like, right? And they go, well, this has been around for 200-plus years. Therefore, this is the style. And then they're going to judge the beer based on on those known things. Right. Much like um, the Sierra Nevada. 
I know that a lot of ju- beer judges, when they're um, th- this is their reset beer. Okay. So they'll they'll bring when they're judging beer. Wow, we're totally way off ahead of ourselves on the show today. But when they're <clears throat> judging a beer, you know, if you become too far ahead of yourself, you're going to fall over because your much. center of gravity is ahead of where your feet are. The idea is that when they are judging beers, they have to have something that they can, you know, they can eat before or to get their their mouth reset back to something. And so some people that's crackers, some people that's M&Ms, some people it's Sierra Nevada. I or, like Cracker. It's a great band. Yeah. And Camper Van Beethoven and all those exactly. other Exactly. So, um, so anyway, this is – so if you want to really judge a brewery, you know, what a brewer is capable of doing, this is the, this is the beer to order. Is this it? Is this the Keystone? This is the Keystone beer. Not the Keystone beer as in Keystone beer, no, but it's the... Can you even get Keystone? I don't know. I haven't looked. But the idea is this is... The, <laughs> we this should is, do a show all about beer you can't get anymore. <laughs> we did that. What's in Nico's fridge? That's um, true. Okay, so uh, 21st Amendment's... Uh, Pale Ale. What's in no? What's in the twenty one A's fridge? What's in twenty one A's? What's in Jesse's fridge? What's in Jesse's fridge is coming up. Uh, How much stuff do we have coming up, John? No, but we have that show. We have to do that. Holy moly! Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I want to go can, to Chico. You can actually go to that. We can be part of that show. I think it's going to be like a hundred bucks, and they haven't set the date yet. But good food, amazing beer. Stay Prime in, rib the size of your the, head. Stay until the end. I'll even bring the cigars. Hey. And then hook up with a cute waitress. Which one? I don't know. I'm not putting that. I'm not sending that out to the internet. Let me tell you that right now, Johnny the, boy. The, the interweb is not making that uh, statement. We know nothing. I do enough with uh, politics that I know what what should be recorded for posterity and what shouldn't. And then naming names is not one of them. It's true. Uh, Willie Brown never even wrote anything down. He never wrote anything down? No. Not anything? Nothing. Never sent an email? Nothing. Because you can find all that. Really? That's, that's, how, you, so his, that's how you do business. So his library is going to be like the size of a matchbook? Yeah. He didn't have any books? Right. <laughs> I've got a great picture i got to send you. Okay. It's first of all, Will, Willie Brown was the mayor of San Francisco. He was also the the speaker of the California Assembly for a long time. He was a very pol- powerful politician, and love him or hate him, um, fascinating guy. Actually, everything we see going on outside the window here is Willie Brown putting together the deal to redevelop the Mission Bay area and uh, the Mission Bay area in San Francisco. Get my punctuation right as I speak. Um, but he's like five foot six, and he's he's got really deteriorating eyesight and so as always if you're going to send anything to willie make sure that it's like in 18 point font if you're sending a letter right. so you can look at it um amazing guy dresses incredibly dapper um and just a complete character whether you love him or hate him a complete character so i'm sitting at the restaurant okay um and the restaurant doesn't exist anymore sadly oh uh but I was sitting at the restaurant. The intern screaming. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want now? Okay, no, I don't think the, I don't think the mics caught that. No, intern. No, you can't have a beer until after the show. Right. Okay. Um, I'm at the restaurant, and it's the it's the inauguration of Herb Kane 
um, when they changed the name of the Embarcadero oh, yeah. to name him. So I'm sitting at the restaurant eating breakfast, minding my own business. Well, lo and behold, the restaurant turns into kickoff place for the day. So all these people are showing up, and they're like stars. You know, like Don Johnson showed up, and <laughs> Robin Williams was there. Okay, that's better. And um, Huey What Lewis, is Mark done lately? Huey Lewis in the news shows up, you know. I will not talk shit about a part. Oop, got to take that out. No, you can say that. I'm serious about that. Huey Lewis wrote, every now and then you get a couple of music guys who can actually write really good pop tunes. Yeah. And they get crap for it in their time because yeah. they're all over the radio because right. we all know we want a new drug. Right. But if you dig into Huey Lewis's body of work, he wrote really good stuff. He did. And I, I will say that I've always wanted to see them in a little tiny club. Yes. Just, you know belting it out anyway all these people are around and willie brown comes up to me because he knows everybody there but he, he doesn't know <laughs> I remember the story he doesn't know who i am I remember he, comes this up to story. The, he comes up to me and he goes what is your function here <laughs> and i'm like i'm a customer eating breakfast sir he's like well then carry on <laughs> and he was probably looking up to you he was <laughs> and was he wearing a yellow suit uh, he was wearing something outrageous. I remember that, but it was funny. He because he knew everybody, but he I was yeah. the guy out of place. So. Yeah, what is your function here? <laughs> uh, the paws, exactly. All right, my dad had big paws. We <laughs> told that. All right, I told that joke twice. I love um, that joke. I'm John Foster. Ah, uh, I'm Motor. Why the long pause? <laughs> My dad Why? had big paws. Oh, right. <laughs> You've been listening to Beer School or something that resembles Beer School. Are we done? No, we're not done. We're, oh, okay. we're, we're just like it sounds like we're, we're getting done. we're wrapping it up. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Class. I wonder if there's a you get that online. Nothing. Oh god. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our link to Hogan Heroes? I don't know. I used to watch that show like every single day growing up as a kid. And I was always wondering how it could be so dysfunctional in, in that here's these guys that basically took over everything. And that the main guard, uh, uh, Schultz, Schultz, the main guard, Schultz, basically knew everything that was going on, knew that there was underground caverns and caves <laughs> and saw the antenna going up, knew about the periscope and the whole thing. And he was just like, someday, I see nothing. Someday I'm just going to go back and make the toys. I'm going back to my toy factory. And the other guy was just inept. Clink, yes. But, but how could all the rest of the crew, the entire rest of the camp, just be oblivious to what's going on. Like, were they just following orders? Like, Clink goes, ah, just do whatever. And Remember Dot Com One? Yeah. What do you think the people who were trying to sell, uh, you know, canned dog food over the internet were thinking? This is all going to work. The person at the top said it's going to work. It's it's the reality distortion field working for bad instead of good. I have a reality distortion field. Really? I do. Tell me about it, John. <clears throat> My reality distortion field decided that. Beer school was going to be a good idea. 
And That's the, not distortion. No, but there's a distortion part. Are of you it. suckering me into something here, no, John? No, no, I'm not. I'm just saying that because I'm pretty sure I'm going to write your coattails at the top, the, baby. The, the distortion field decided that this was a good idea, and so it's not about distortion. Distortion. Oh yeah. No, no, no I don't want that one. You want this one? Yes, thank you. It's a binary decision, John. Because there's no, there's no, uh, there's no other beer. There's because no we beer. got our fortieth here in Nevada. Yeah, exactly. Twenty four. Uh, 24 uh, 24 doesn't sound as tough as a 40 uh, 12 uh, Sierra uh, 12 uh, Sierra No, 24 of Sierra uh, I believe there will be no charge for this uh, beer uh, These are uh, not the droids you're looking for As we found a mouse in a bottle, eh? And like we found a mouse in a bottle If you want free beer, go to the brewery Oh, okay So anyway, as you were saying My reality distortion field said that this was a good idea and so it is a good idea. I'm yes. having a really good time producing this show. You know, and and the and the thing of it is, is that is that it's you know in honor of Kurt Vonnegut, yes, who said, uh, "Go to Dresden because Radeberger is a really good beer." No, he said something else. He talked. He talked about be careful what you be, what you pretend because you are what you pretend to be. Ooh, am I a Vagarian? Uh, opera singer, because that's what I pretend to be. Well, anyway, so <laughs> basically, if we pretend that we have a beer show, well, we don't pretend. I mean, it's a real thing. This is we don't have walls. We have less. We Nesman have walls, less but... Nesman walls. We're going to have a real studio. I mean, you know, there's the there's I've the, seen space. the space. Yeah, the space is the real thing, and then we won't have to do the setup and and the, all that. But it just gets it just it just happens, right? And you know, the critics, the people that say that we're you know, whatever, and then the people that love us at the same time that have, you know... Criticism is a good thing. Criticism we grow is a good thing. And, and the thing I have to say about the criticism is that sometimes it really hurts. You know, Aww. I'm like, you know, I don't... I Thank you for having the balls to say that. Because I don't know who the hell you are, right? You Motor, you smell like hops. You, you're the guy who said, you know... But you... Two things. I have to give him props for this. You listen to the show. Yes. It pissed you or not pissed you off enough that you said i have to write in right okay because you could have just said i'm not listening to these guys and unsubscribe from the feed and then that's it we're right. done but here the thing is is that the guy actually said you know this is worthwhile and i'm going to tell him that it's worthwhile right and i'm sorry that it's we're california centric but that's where we live i'm sorry that i don't spend more time on the east coast but i don't like the east coast for whatever reason, it's rubbed me the wrong way, and I don't go there. <laughs> you uh, know, for all those fans out there, they're going to be really glad to know that right before we came here, Rockstar Bartender was bugging us about when she gets to come back on the show. <laughs> she was wearing cool earrings today, too. <laughs> those earrings got me in trouble. Uh, <laughs> but she'll be back. For all of you who love her, she'll be back exactly. soon. Um, <laughs> Not next week, though, because there's a job. But, you know, and that's, and that's the reality distortion field, is that, you know, you... You basically, you basically say, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Yes, and I think, and before you know it, you're number one on iTunes. We did that already. Oh, did we? I don't know where we're gonna go from here. Uh, I would say it's a long way to the top. Wait, if you want to rock and roll, no, we're at the top. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. But you know, there's there there's there's a lot, and the thing the thing with it is is. There's lots that everyone can contribute to this, right? If you have something that you want us to talk about, we can do that. You know, like, I'm sorry that we couldn't find that one Canadian IPA. 
don't laugh. I think, you know, I looked at it. I'm like, you know what? This is worthwhile finding. And I spent, I went out and I tried to find it. And I couldn't find it. And, you know, it just, it's, it's one of these things. If you like the show, if you like what we're doing, tell some, tell your friends, hey, go and subscribe to this thing. Skip the. You will not believe what these jackasses talk about. Skip the third show, but then listen to all the other shows. Is third show Rockstar Bartender? Yeah. No, that's my favorite show. <laughs> my favorite show so far. So, what is your favorite show so far? Rockstar Bartender. Rockstar, yeah. Come was, on. No, that was a fun, fun show. But my favorite show, <laughs> my favorite show so far has been. Was, oh, last week's. That was great. Was the beer and salad show, <laughs> which was just fun to do. Beer and salad confused me at the beginning. Why? Oh, right, because you were no getting your head around it. I, I had to get my head around it. <laughs> and then... and then uh, Well, when I came up with the idea... And then Poison helped me out on that. When I came up with the idea, I'm like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a show about beer and salad. It's pairing beer with salad. And you're like, but why? <laughs> what are you thinking, John? And, you know, it was like, well, it's April 1st. And today is tax day. You have two days to get your taxes done. Oh, my taxes were done a long time ago. I already got money back. My taxes, uh, my taxes are weird. Your taxes must be weird because you were doing your porno stint down in L.A. Mm-hmm. or whatever that mysterious. I think I'm going to owe. Them. I think I'm going to owe money, but I think I'm going to pull the uh, "it's them" problem. It's them. Yeah, I like that. You know, uh, my friends in from England—they just spent uh, five days before they came here out at the west end of the valley. What were they doing over there? It's where my friend's mother lives. Oh. In Melontown. West end of the valley. That's Calab- where I was. Calabasas. I was So who knew this? Okay, this is a who? Th- who? this is this was an interesting Give a hoot, don't pollute. No, this is an interesting thing. While I was there, I drove by the Cheesecake Factory every day on my way to work. Uh huh. Who would know that Randy would show up at twenty one A? And who but but <laughs> more specifically, who knew that that was the original one? Was it? Yeah. Like, I've never been to the Cheesecake <clears throat> Factory. Uh, not well, okay. So <laughs> is there a reason for that? There's 200 of them. It's grown like it's grown like. There's one on top of Macy's in San Francisco. I know. It's got a kind of a cool view of the uh, below. So that's worth it, just right there to go to go hang out on the rooftop deck and and uh, watch the ice. Look squares. down on Union Square. Yeah, work, look down on Union Square. But um, but that's just like the conversation, a Francis Ford Coppola movie. Exactly. Oh, I haven't seen that. I saw that. I've got that on DVD. You do? Um, Can you people believe how easily we can just like run off in like random directions from this? So anyway, Cheesecake Factory, Calabasas. So the conversation was, that's a weird movie because the way that that, so one of the scenes that they shot Uh for that is down at uh, uh, Embarcadero Plaza. Yeah. And they use this basically this thing as an entrance but it's not an entrance to an office they just put a podium up there and it's just the random stairs that go up i'm gonna have to review that yeah go find it it's kind of funny because there's there's this shot i'm like that's not an office entrance you guys stay john that. that's fascinating so you're at the you had to drive past the cheesecake yeah, factory drove past every day every day and so I'm on talk, the way to the porno studio right. I'm where, talking to Randy at the end of you know at the end of my day yesterday and he's like oh yeah that's the original one I'm like huh what do you know that was the story 
No, 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 no. The story, <laughs> the story is, is that so people, people for whatever reason love the Cheesecake Factory, and I'm like, well, it's okay. It's not great. It's not like the cheesecake that what's her name used to make me. Exactly. She's still known as what's her name. I just I, I can't say her name. And they have a bunch of other different food there too. It's not just cheesecakes, right? It's not really a factory. It's not really a factory. They have they have uh, fifteen dollar nachos. Wow, I've never had fifteen dollar nachos. You know, they're better nachos down on Twenty Fourth Street. I had a uh, a six dollar chili dog yesterday. You were at Triple Rock. Triple Rock. My favorite six dollar chili dog seems like a really expensive until you realize that. That was the only chili dog that you could get within 100 feet. And they got chips and everything. It's cheap, one of the cheapest things on the menu. Huh. And it's good chili. It was an excellent, excellent, excellent meal. Little chips. You dip the chips into the chili. It's magic. It's just complete magic. Beer and chili dogs. Is that is that on the horizon for beer school? No, it's not. But beer and barbecue. We're going to have to do a show where we do a barbecue. I like dry rub. You know, basically uh, grill out, have people wired on the microphone, you know, talk about beer. What I like goes, that. What goes with it? Uh, are you oh. yawning? No. What? No, not What? Yawning. My head hurts. Why did your head hurt? Oh. Because you were out at Zeitgeist last night? Smoking cigars till the wee. Ah, uh, <laughs> that doesn't work well. Drinking Racer Five. Yeah, that that was that, not flat. Yeah, that that can't be good. I was at Zeitgeist on Friday. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's like I like it's the place. True. I like. I don't spend enough time there. But last night we were at. Last night, excuse me. Last night we were hanging out. Last night we were hanging out. And I'm like, you know, let's change the venue. Let's go somewhere else. And they're like, where? I'm like, not Tornado. Tornado will be packed. And it was. And it was. So we went to the Zeitgeist because, well, actually, Jaime gave me Cubans. Yes. So I was like, all right, we got to. Those aren't going in the humidor. We need to do the uh, Jaime and Motor Beer Travels show. Yeah, that's coming up too. Because if anybody can talk crap, it's Jaime. Talk about crap or talk crap? Talk crap. Jaime can take a three-minute story and make it a 20-minute story. No way. He can throw in all the adjectives and adverbs <laughs> that I leave out. And percentages. And percentages. We can talk. You know, we went up to uh, beautiful Pullman, Washington for a Cal football game once. And we were charting out brew pubs on Yahoo Maps. And typed in an address, and it said it was like 30 miles out of town down a windy road. And they said, okay, we can't go there. That's too far away. But uh, turns out uh, the brew pub was actually in the parking lot of the Best Western Motel we were staying at. Uh, that leads me to believe you can never trust – you can't always trust anything you find on Yahoo Maps. You need to double-check and come up with a, a safe and sane reason to figure out where what is what is where is where. What is what is where is where. Exactly. I like that. Exactly. Somebody where, make that a, a dot com. Where what, is, we, what is where is where. Uh, where we are, there you, where we go, there you are. I have to rip that. I have a project. I have to get my, my videos off of videotape and put, make them digital. You have a videotape version of Buckaroo Bonsai? Yeah. 
Why don't you just buy the DVD? Because. You know, we're not making the big fat cash here yet, you know. Yeah, that's true. Kids aren't. We don't have a donate button. And I didn't go buy that stick that you told me about at Macworld. Oh, that stick. The stick that goes in the side of your computer. That's cool, that stick. You you, you put the coax into and it takes. Mm -hmm. I need to buy that stick. That stick is, it's this wee little thing and it's a TV tuner. It's the size of John's finger. He just showed that. And you plug it into what, USB? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to be USB 2. two. It yeah. can't be USB 1. I think I – does my 12-inch Mac have USB 2 or is it yes, USB it does. 1? Okay. All the modern Macs. And my, and my big machine has, has yeah, USB. Yeah, it's all USB 2. Okay. Wait, did we just switch the show to Mac Break Weekly? No. No. <laughs> because what I really want to do is take my three, my three tapes of uh, Michael Jackson's Beer Hunter mm. – which I'm pretty sure isn't available on DVD yet because I've looked for it and digitize digitize those. I wonder if we could put them somewhere so that the, the the kids at home can watch. Snippets would be interesting. You know, it would be kind of fun to go back and revisit those things, those places, and like and and I've been to a lot of them and taste what he was tasting and say, you know, uh, that doesn't exist anymore. We can go down my bitter story about going to Amsterdam and not going to Ijj Brewery, the one in the windmill. That's all it's Americans call it, the one. Uh, it's called The Eye or something like that. And it's got a stork for a logo. Stork. Stork. That's, that's how babies show up, you know. It's true. The, the, the stork builds a nest on the chimney and drops off the baby. I wish that was really true. Because then you could just ban storks from ever showing up. <laughs> But then, who would be young and do all of our bidding? Where and would we? Where would we get interns from, John? I don't know. Well, we would just bribe them with beer. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I know that you want a beer, but we're still chatting. Jeez. Sorry. No, no. You'll get a beer in a minute. Do you want to get hit with the hose again? If it was in the before show, then I'll take it out anyway. Yeah. Or just put something over that. How about the sound of a sheep going? There we go. I'll just put that there. Good. Poor intern. <laughs> My dad had big paws. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid, go get us a new intern. Bah.